it talked to me again, man. That's freaking me out. <laughs> Technology, huh? Yeah, recording in progress. What? Don't let my wife hear another woman's voice in this house. So the disclaimer is you press record before everybody come in. That way we won't hear the lady talking. And well, then no, um, during the conversation, you'd be like, hey, it's recording. <laughs> and it's too late. Yeah, um, it's weird. You have their likeness and image. It must have been part of an update um, previously because it didn't do that before. I used it last week. And granted, we have been on hiatus for a spell. So it was just something new to me. So this week's headlines. Dwayne Chapman thinks he gets a pass for saying the N-word because he has black friends from when he was in jail. At least that's what I read. He has more black friends than Eminem. That's what he said. Okay. Um, we also have the abortion bill in Texas. And Little Nas X and his photo. Yes, it says voice activated. So thoughts on Dog the Bounty Hunter and the N-word. First I mean, of all, nobody gets a pass. <laughs> okay, but it sounds like like typical like uh, mansplaining to where like, oh, I'm not racist, I have black friends, or I've mm -hmm. immersed myself enough in the culture, or I've had sex with enough black prostitutes, or any anything right. to where I feel like I have a pass, but if you really have any sense of the notion of what that word means, you wouldn't want to pass or have the ignorance to think you have or deserve a pass. Right. And another one of his reasons was uh, whatever percentage of indigenous American he is. I'm trying to get out of saying Native American, so if I do just kind of, you know, yeah, correct me a little but bit. It's the fact that he, his, his claim to, you know. Right. He can't. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, I know a lot of black people that like look at Hispanic people weird when they be like, you know, when they say it. Like when I was living in a uh, PR, I mean, I've mentioned this a few times that is a large Spanish population. Me being part of it, but it just seems something kind of weird when, especially when somebody you don't know comes right out and say it. I'm like. Like, is that kosher? Like, are you allowed to do that? I I've mean, asked a few people. About, huh? My, my take on it is um, say it if you want to, but if somebody feel offended, please apologize. Right. And that, that, that kind of goes for us, too. It. You know, I've had people be like, yo, um, I prefer you don't say that around me. I'm like, okay, you know what? If I do, let me know. Every now and then, it'll slip out. I'm like, I got my white friends who listen to our podcast. And I'm like, hey, you know, you need to know that I use the N-word a lot. I know I shouldn't, you know, so just expect it. They're like, okay. 
Oh, they they were telling you that, that the N word offends them. I was like, what is what is the the Caucasian equivalent to that? <laughs> oh God, no, no, I, I no. Said that wrong. My bad. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that was my that, disclaimer. I understand that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I want to apologize to on behalf of my podcast, but I don't think any. <laughs> right. <laughs> you may be offended. Trigger words for all races. Because like, I talk shit. <laughs> Yeah. And if it's gonna come out of my mouth, it's gonna come out regardless. I mean, but like you say, like it, it's all him. Like he already made the transgression, and what's worse, he doubles down. It's it's yeah. kind of like old school ignorance. Like, oh well, this is my excuse, and blah blah blah. This blah blah blah. Like, no, nah, man, you fucked up. Apologize. Let's move on. But right, you know, you ain't got sense enough to do that. Like, look, I mean, is. If you said something you used to saying, like, and you know you shouldn't. But it sounds like he don't know he shouldn't. Like, he don't realize, like, he think it's okay. That That's the thing with some people who make these racial transgressions. Like, oh, I thought it was okay if I did it. Or I've locked up right. so many black people. I'm basically a cop. I'm like, dog, you're just making it worse. At this point. Yeah, for real. Please. Man, I, I'll die. Because he said something about, uh, in the article I read, that he'll die for uh, black and gay people. I'm like, okay, like, did he say something about gay people that I didn't know about? Or something I mean, some extra that, that, he threw in? He just told him himself that, that, that he makes those, like, you know, slurs and whatnot. He kind of just told him himself, but it's like, th- this that statement don't even make sense. Like, you would die for him, but you won't stop using this word that they don't like. So you just kind of just said some more stupid shit. Yeah. Like, hey, let's add some more stupid on stupid, basically. Everything but apologize, eh? Well, I mean, who, who the hell wants an apology? I mean, good lord. Just do better. Yeah, yeah. Just do better. I guess there really ain't too much more we can say on that. Um, I did remember another article. Apparently, Matt Damon was used to saying the F word, which I'm assuming was fag. Uh-huh. And until his daughter called him out on it. And I don't see, I don't understand why people feel the need to say something like, a, like pull something out publicly that's mm-hmm. private, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, I yeah, mean, I just stopped saying that last week. I mean, to where before it, be, before it blows up on Instagram or whatever, that's his right. way of getting ahead of it. Like, I want to apologize in advance because I used to do this, but my daughter called me on it. So now I stop. Please forgive me. Don't cancel me. I need my monies. <laughs> yeah, but if if nobody's going to bring it up, nobody's just going to bring it up. He's been doing it for how many years now? Right. Now, all of a sudden, his daughter bring it out to the forefront. So he has to apologize for something he was doing in private that people knew about, really kind of didn't care about because they never said nothing to him right? enough to make him stop before now, so Yeah, that's and that's kind of how I feel about it, it's like um, hey like none of your people, like somebody that's not your daughter, somebody that's actually in that lifestyle or community hasn't said anything or did they say something you just didn't care until your daughter said something because it's Matt Damon. You telling me he's never been around anybody that was gay? Right. Never been around anybody that was gay? That would I mean, hell. Just, he... just would have been like, 
hey, I don't like that. I feel uncomfortable. He's but your kid said it. Now it's a big issue. Did y'all see uh, not Goodwill Hunter? Uh, what the? It was him and Jude Law in a movie. The and talented Jude. Mr. Ripley. Oh wow. Yeah, like, where I, um, like I'm you know, he's pretending to be somebody else, and I think like to achieve whatever. Was, they, goal was. was it set like in Italy? Yeah, yeah. Vaguely remember, but I did watch it. Yeah, so, I, seem to re- I seem to remember like that character being by, but just for the sake of the con, maybe. I would have to look it up, but regardless yeah, of the fact, it's Hollywood. Like, there's always going to be something or somebody mm-hmm. in the life. So, it's weird. It's just weird to me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up around homosexual people, like my god brother. My neighbors, like two of my best friends growing up, stuff like that. You know, have family members that's trans. Um, matter of fact, one of those neighbors, um, she was trans. Um, I don't know if y'all saw this on news. This was some years ago. She got killed over there on Seven Mile. Oh wow! Up down, uh, I think it was it Woodward or Seven Mile. Over there where that club is. It might not be a seven. Um, I want to say it's over there where... Is, I, I used to get my tattoos right there next to that uh, big uh, porn movie theater. You're talking about Six Mile and Woodward. Is, yeah, right? Six and Wood. Six and Wood. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So that, that's a deja vu now, but, you know, certain area... Between, um, say, Hamilton is where uh, that club at, and 75, that whole area is kind of a strip. Okay, yeah, that's true. That is. But, yeah, no, it was over there by uh, Deja Vu because I was in Pennsylvania at the time, and um, I'm not sure if my brother told me. Somebody from the hood told me. So I asked grandma about it. I said, like, hey, did you hear about such and such? And she was like, I saw it on the news, but I didn't know that's who it was. So I was like, you know, it's big enough to make the local news out of all the, you know, stuff that go on in Detroit. But like I was saying, I'm sorry, y'all know how I get off topic. Okay, but just in contrast, um, like this is uh, Matt Damon apologizing for something he said that wasn't even really out there yet. Right. And I don't even think he was apologizing. Like, the way I read it was he was just talking about it. Okay. Like in some interview, and I'm like, dude, what's the point? I mean, Alicia, I couldn't tell if he was just talking about it or if he was trying to admit a fault. Well, see, that's because of the cancel culture that's out now. So if I tell you before you find out, you know, that I'm I'm um I'm buffering the, yeah, you know, the, the backlash before it becomes right. backlash. 
Right. right like Willie, like Willie was saying, you trying to nip it in the butt, basically. Like, hey, I need my paper. Please don't hate but me. But I don't care. Right. I ain't on that status tier of money. What you do, I don't, I, it don't matter to me. Right. Matt, if you wanted to put me in a role, I can be, you know, zombie or pedestrian number three. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm already Decepticon. You, check, you, you know, other than that, I have a good life, bro. That's it. I really don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck what people do as long as it don't affect my people. You know what I mean? Or okay. I don't catch you doing some ill shit in public. Um, side story before we go into the um the Texas abortion law just read an article a couple days ago about this guy kissing this little girl full on in the mouth in a Walmart or something like that. That what that she didn't know. Like he lowered this little girl over while her mom was standing there and kissed her. And they got the guy. Like the cops got the guy almost right away before he could get too far out. But still, it's like that's the type of shit. If I see that in public, it's you get fucked up. Yeah, I don't care what my mental condition is. That's when that daddy instinct gonna kick in, and you gonna get fucked up. <laughs> you ain't messing with no babies. I do not count pedophilia as a sexual orientation. Well, you know, at one point they were trying to say that it was a mental yeah. disability. I was like, I, and I was more like, would y'all make up y'all fucking mind? And I could never decide if I thought it was a mental disability or not. Like, I mean, obviously it's something wrong in their head. But... I was kind of on the fence about that. For me, people who touch kids are people who didn't been touched while they was kids. Yeah. And I find out a lot of that is true. And a lot of times, it's just a trained habit. So you just do what you were taught. Some grow out of it. Some realize that wasn't right. I'm not want to. I don't want to do it to nobody else because I didn't like the way I feel about it. Then other people just take it to a whole nother level and don't seek the help because once you become a certain age, you find out through society. Well, me touching somebody ten, fifteen years younger than me is not cool. So this is when you go to a psychiatrist, psychologist, and you talk that out with them. They don't do it. People are, for one, afraid to seek the help when they will help you and not judge you knowing your background. And for those who just have that proclivity yeah. to... You was thinking the same thing I was. You know my tongue don't always work properly oh, no. but people who have that proclivity to 
seek out kids without being molested or touched? A, evil does exist. Or that's some something that's retarded. I don't I don't even know how to explain that one. Yes, yeah, it's just all fucked up. Uh, well, you got anything on the subject before we move on? Um, to comment on um, Sharonda's point, as far as uh, some people who do that have been affected themselves. Uh, recently, uh, R. Kelly's trial's been in the, been on the news, mm-hmm. and you know, in contrast to like you know just him being a monster and that being completely unacceptable behavior, you know, he has mentioned that. I believe it was his auntie molested him and an even lesser known fact um i think he was 12 and like a gang captured him and his girlfriend and they made him watch while they assaulted his girlfriend mm-hmm. and i was okay, back, back in grade school so yeah so you know everybody just sees the monster monster part throw my way and cut this off and without the key but it's like you know, he's been through some shit as well. But not right. that I'm saying that to make any excuses for him, blah, 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 but just the, the other side of the monster. Well, y'all remember when yeah. he married Aaliyah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we are all the same age. And Sharonda, you and I went mm-hmm. to school right next door to her. Yeah. And even she then, was I was... Giving, she was at DSA when we was at Murray. Right. And, like, I remember DSA used to come over to our auditorium for stuff. And I, because I know I walked past her at least once, and I didn't know who she was then and never made the connection, but I walked past a lot of DSA kids and didn't give a fuck. But even back then, uh, I remember my friends and I, uh, we was hooping one day and we got to talking about music and stuff like that. I was like, ain't he way too old to be dating somebody our age? Like her, like even back then, it was like her parents must really want that money. I didn't even get off into that aspect. Parents sell their kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? I think that's a topic reason. we can we can pick up another time because I know a couple people who have been through some that. stuff like that. Um, which honestly, this will kind of lead us into the abortion bill because of the simple fact they're all, they don't want people who have been raped to have abortions after a certain time period. Okay, so and that pisses me the female off. Aspect of it, like you, um, you you don't know from you don't know when you're pregnant until like almost a month later when you don't get your period. Or stuff just don't feel right. Right. So you already well into that four, five, six week time frame when you figure it out that you might be pregnant. Right. And and that's and, what a band goes into effect. What at five weeks or something like that? Five, it's six now. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's six. But the problem I mean, I've heard of people is, that's in a second, almost third trimester before they actually find out they're pregnant. Like, it was like, oh, I just oh, yeah. thought I was sick or something. Like, people not showing. People wow. still having their oh, periods. Yeah. Like, I think my stepmother had her period the whole time she was pregnant with both my brothers. So. It happens. Damn. And she's not the only person I knew like that. She's just the most 
uh, prevalent because that's, you know, that's who popped in my head, basically. Yeah, but it happens. It happens. Some people don't um, get morning sickness. Some people don't feel none of the normal or typical side effects of pregnancy at all. They right. go about their everyday life like it's okay. And then they go to the ER like, I got some real bad stomach cramps. Oh, that's because you're about to get burned. They had a whole fucking TV show about it. Yeah. That's not funny. I'm sorry. I know. I should laugh. But but you know what? Okay. Side note. I read this article once. um, Like, this is like when Rona first started happening. And they were talking about how Mm -hmm. black people make fun of everything. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's a defense mechanism. We've had, kind of had to do that our whole lives. I mean, I do it. But like, it's just what, I make so many stupid me, jokes. For me, it's the thought of going to the hospital because you didn't have these cramps for a nice minute and everything you because you go through your steps at home before you decide to go to the hospital. You know, you drink the ginger ale, you try to make sure you do a bowel movement, you do the hot right. water bag on your stomach, you do all this and this you don't do work. So medicine. you might pop an Advil or Tylenol, you know. Hotel Pookie Ray Ray Sean, let me get one of the muscle relaxers. Right. I need some and burners and some crackers. And then I know, right? You go to the hospital and they be like, oh, you pregnant. Oh, you what? going through labor. How you that's that's funny. Yeah, and one of the things um I have learned being with Lady Kane over here is a different perspective of how women are treated and deal with things. Mind you, I've y'all know all know I was raised by all women. I've heard things from an early age that most dudes our age would be like, I don't want to listen to like. Like, I know dudes my age, like, I'm not going to buy my wife's pads or tampons or whatever. I'll walk in the store and call up, like, which one do you want to get? <laughs> like, I don't want to get the wrong ones. But, um, like, just, you know, hearing about people that has been molested and raped and all of that, and then you get somebody telling you, oh, you can't have an abortion. You got to carry this rapist baby because you didn't find out you was pregnant in time. Like, bitch, I they probably didn't want to tell nobody to get raped. For one thing. And yeah. on the conspiracy brain side of it, you got, um, like, the people who do, decided on this are majority white. And there's the... <laughs> yeah. You know, the replacement theory and the mortality people, the mortality of, you know, white Americans are going down. So it's like, we don't want white people having babies. Then it's like telling black people they can't have babies. But if black people are born in poverty, there's a like a more likelihood that they stay and remain in po- pro- poverty and a likelihood of them being led into the incarceration. So who owns the prisons? 
who want you to have babies in poverty, who we going to have to fill up these prisons. So there's all that. And then the whole notion of them deputizing regular Texas citizens to where I ain't heard nothing like that unless they was talking about catching slaves. Right. So there's all that, the, the bigger picture to where we're having regular people go hunt down and sue other people. And we're trying to keep people trapped in poverty. We're trying to keep these prisons full and legal venture. Oh, another aspect of it. But hey, such and such about to have an abortion. Y'all should go do something about that. Well, see, what happens is they're going to drive to another state uh-huh. and get it done. Or there's going to be a back alley doctor who's going to start doing procedures or is going to be a doctor who's going to figure out a way hey i'm gonna put y'all on mute real quick okay it's gonna be done it's gonna be done in secret regardless to the point either medically or non-medically you're right because um it was elizabeth warren who said like you know rich women are still gonna have the abortions oh yeah they're gonna have their ways they're gonna have doctor friends they're gonna have money to travel out of town out of state or whatever this is gonna affect in general people below the poverty line yeah, yeah. And there, like Sharon said, there's always going to be a back alley doctor. And then in the very rare instances, if they're lucky, it'll actually a back alley doctor who is an actual doctor and has the equipment and just don't give a fuck what the government say so they can protect people. Yeah. Because- I will welcome that type of person. Like, look, I get, here's my clinic. I don't give a fuck what they say. No, you still need to go through procedures. Like we got those people that have abor- rather have an abortion than use contraceptives. Don't quite understand yeah. that, but whatever. But with that, with that, it's, it's so much trauma that's done to the body. Yeah. Because you're forcing the body to do something it's not ready to do. If it didn't want the kid there, it will eject the kid, like for real. And I feel for those women who went through that process. That makes sense. But it's always other options. I'm I'm not for abortion. I'm not against abortion. Whatever you feel like you need to do for your body is your thing. Mm-hmm. But to have somebody literally tell you you have a certain time frame that's lower than the average for most states is is like just wrong because within that time frame that's when you normally find out if you're pregnant in the first place i'm one of those people who firmly believe that i have no business telling a woman what to do with her body you know like if if he came down to like my wife asking me like, hey, look, do you think I should have an abortion? And I'm like, do you think you should have an abortion? Like, if you want to talk about this, we'll talk about this. We'll go through the scenarios. But it, in the end, the final decision is really yours. Like, I will help you talk it out, but I'm not making the decision for you. So... 
And Willie says, bunch of old white people, old white men, I'm sorry, old white men making decisions for women. We just did this, uh, I can't remember how many years ago, but they actually had a photograph of everybody who was working on this law, all old white men. Not a colored or female face in the at the table. But this particular bill, <clears throat> even though it just passed in Texas, it was talked about in the South for the longest. Because for one, Caucasian people go get abortions with no problems. You 18, you in college. Mom, I'm pregnant. You have your whole life ahead of you. Um, a kid right now will mess up everything that you have going for you. So they tend to have less kids than us sometimes. Yeah. So like, like Will said, it's, it, it's that aspect of it as well. Because once a race and another race come together, you're no longer whatever it was you claim to be. So if a white man and a black woman come together, they're not going to have white kids. They're not going to have black kids. So it's, it's that whole aspect of it as well. Right. You want to keep Caucasians around? Well, we need these Caucasian young ladies to have these Caucasian babies. And that's one of the big things I read too. Um, and this is, I'm going to make this last point before we move on. Um, about how white people are quickly becoming a minority because there are so many biracial kids now that pretty soon everybody's going to be brown. Like, I remember hearing stuff like this when I was younger. You know, pretty soon everybody. You know what, this will lead into both. Pretty soon, everybody's going to be of mixed race and androgynous. I can name a couple shows where I've seen that in, but the one probably most well known would be Star Trek. You know, Star Trek uh, at everybody. You know, you look at the different thing, alien races. They dated it to about approximately 2040. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, yeah. And Usually things happen before their their calculated date. So according right. to the it's, it might be happening before before that to where white people aren't the majority in this country, but they're yeah. aware of it and, and they make plans for it. That's why they doing things you know not allowing it a filibuster to be changed, you know electoral college gerrymandering shit. So they're already doing things to where they can still be in charge of the country and changing this bill. It's kind of like the first step, like they, them showing like the Republicans are in control, Democratic president or not. So that's a scary thing in itself. Yeah, seriously. Um, okay, so. Little Nas X. And his pregnancy picture. It took me the longest to understand what it was for. And is a promotional for his album. Yes. And I'm like, 
okay, first of all, I don't pay attention now. I don't listen to the newer rappers. So it's not just him. I don't pay attention to any of them unless somebody brings it up. So I went and looked at the picture and I'm like, the fuck is this? Like, for a second, I really thought he was pregnant. I was like, hold on, was he trans and I didn't know it? Like, like I said, I don't pay attention to him. Like, I really had to read into shit. And uh, <laughs> so I asked a uh, couple people, and I'm like, what's up? Like, what do you think about this? There's, oh, the color matching was great. Like, but other than that, no, I'm not getting into it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, even progressive people are just kind of like, the fuck is this shit now from a black man's point of view and something that's been ingrained in us since we were kids especially if you grew up in the hood it's the tearing down of black masculinity um I personally believe that your masculinity and femininity, femininity, ah, I can't say it, <laughs> to balance no, each other. You know what I mean? But that's just me. That's just my belief. But I'm also not going to walk around in a, doing photo shoots like I'm pregnant. That ain't my thing. But he's an artist. Huh? He's an artist. That's the whole point of it. He's an artist. So you know, I didn't even think about that. I say it's publicity, but I never even thought about the artist as- aspect of it. He he's he's a he a rapper. He made Old Town Road. Did numbers. Didn't listen to that either. Billy Ray Cyrus jumped on it. Did numbers. He came out as being gay. Every, did more numbers. Everybody talk about their album as their baby in the interview. So he just took it one more step further. You know what? You are absolutely correct. Because like I said, I never thought about any of it. I, I didn't give myself time to think about it. I looked at that initial picture. I sent out a couple text messages. I got my answers back and I let it go. <laughs> Because it's, the it's only in the long run, I, find, I don't I care. I find it funny. I find it funny. Right. Like I in the long run, I really don't care. I don't listen to his music at all unless it plays on the radio. And then, for the most part, like the new song he got out, I don't want to hear it. So, whenever it comes on, I automatically turn it or I jump on my YouTube and call it a day. Right. But it's Publicity, period, point blank. Kanye just dropped a new album. Drake just dropped a new album. Yeah, and I saw the memes about like Drake's hotcakes. album cover. It, it, it's the whole pregnant lady emoji. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was right. All right. Yeah. Because um, I didn't know what it was. The wife showed me a TikTok. And I'm like, okay, this is fucking hilarious. But I didn't realize it was his album cover to the next day. Because you know how Facebook and all of that, they know what you talked about. So all of a sudden, you're going to start getting ads for shit. 
And that's basically how I found out about it. I didn't even know that was his cover either. But at the end of the day, he an artist. He trying to get his music out there just like everybody else. He's trying to have people talk about him and stay in the light. So people be like, oh, yeah, go get Lil Nas X album when it come out. Start streaming it. Right. And it's not like it was when we were younger. I mean, growing up on, well, I mean, I personally say I like I like to say I started with uh, The Chronic. All the way up until, you know, Buster Rhymes and Wu-Tang. Because that's when I really started listening to music, but I only listened to certain groups. All right, we got about two minutes left. Uh, Will, you got anything to weigh in on this one? Um, like I, I just saw it as like an attack on uh, black masculinity, but I realized like that would be perceived as like, oh, you homophobic and blah blah blah. It's like, and it's not always about that. Like, like you guys mentioned, how popular the song was to see it from a conspiracy brain level, like take the most popular rapper, give him the most generic, catchy song you can, and then make this dude portray nothing but gayness. Nothing yeah. wrong with gay. Um, but can I be straight? That's all I'm saying, but... but I'm so like I've known... Well, people for years have tried to convince me I was gay because of the way I talk. And I guess because of the way I carry myself. Because I don't walk around with my pants around my ankles. And I'm not completely hood. Like, I've had gay people like, you sure you're not gay? Uh, yes, I'm quite positive, but thank you. I'm not above saying, hey, that's one good looking dude. But no, I don't want to fuck him. <sighs> yeah, I got people here. Um, well, we'll reconvene later because... My time has been interrupted. As you can hear the doorbell. So I mean, I was, Zoom says time to go also. So call yeah. yeah, when the bell tolls, it's time to go. <laughs> Say goodbye to the hoes. Always a Please pleasure. don't hit Thanks me for, for that. Up, y'all. <laughs> All right, later. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>